Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. On this week's podcast, I am joined by Stuart Reed, Hello. Daniel Kruper, Hello. and Luke Kamali. Hello. Uh, this is my first podcast in quite a while and I can't Where have you really been? remember what I'm doing. You've been to E3 and all that. I was at E3, but that even that seems like a long time ago. It was. Uh, and then since then I've been, been busy just doing stuff. There's going to be, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of uh's in you this podcast. Yeah, we apologise for that. He's been very, very busy, very busy. with work stuff. Yes. We've, and, we've, and we've been out for burgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's I the real a ridiculous news. side burger for lunch. Did you go for a double burger? No, because I'm not. It's great. I, for every, lunch, oh, uh, evening, maybe. No, no, no. You've got time to burn it off if you have it for lunch. But, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go sit and watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory tonight. So, oh, yeah. Wow. So we, we've been we've been to the the preferred burger supplier <laughs> of, of Her Majesty's government. Of Her Majesty's, <laughs> Majesty's <have>. wankers. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we clarify that? So George Osborne, who is the yeah. Chancellor Gideon. of the Exchequer. Gideon Osborne. <laughs> Gideon Osborne. That's his real name. Gideon. The, the is that right? the... Yeah, his real name's Gideon. He's he from... Bibles. When he was 13, he changed it from Gideon to, to George because he said, and I quote, he said, nobody called Gideon is ever going to get into government. And he said that when he was 13. That's the kind of man he is. Right. Wow. Is he, he? He's the heir to a wallpaper fortune. Is he? Am I right in saying that? I thought his family made wallpaper. Not that about so, oh, Osborne, so welcome Osborne, to the, the Osborne, Osborne is a wallpaper manufacturer. Wallpaper I didn't realise. Yeah, oh, is it the same Osborne then, is it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's, he's the wallpaper Osborne. Anyway, yeah, so, so, we, so we ate burgers. So welcome, that's why you tune into this podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Hello wallpaper there. podcast. Is that it for this week then? <laughs> yeah, right. See you later. <laughs> uh, no, we've got some news for you, actually. Have uh, we got news for you? Yes, we have. That's a different show. So the first piece of news is about PlayStation 4. There's going to be 20 exclusives and 12 new franchises coming to PlayStation 4 in year one. That's a lot, isn't it? That's yeah. A lot. So uh, Sony's first-party studios have an incredible 30 games in development. How many? 30. Incredible. It's amazing, isn't it? We've got Call of Duty 1 through to 12 in manufacture. What? Words. Whoa, what is that? I don't know. I was basically... I wanted to... Uh, basically, as always, I wanted to join in but most of my brain was looking something up on Wikipedia. <laughs> so if, if anything, it was a very cursory gesture. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, some of these we know about. Back so, in the room. Um, well, at uh, E3, they showed The Order 1886. What, I actually thought that looked really, really cool. Didn't see it. Yes. It was, C- it was like a CG trailer, though. Jack Bum- like Bum- 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 it kind of looks like they're werewolves. One at a time, kids. One at a time. <laughs> I don't, I, do you know what? I go away from the podcast for a bit. Everybody just forgets how to do it. I know. It's just no manners. Right. Right. Let, Luke. Let Alex speak. You may speak, Luke. Okay. I, from the trailer, it kind of looks like they they were werewolves or something. In, it looked like they were supernatural beings anyway. It Ooh. reminded me a little bit of Dishonored crossed with something that's got monsters in. I can't <laughs> think of anything that's got monsters in it. <laughs> Alien. Van Helsing. Uh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Monsters Inc. Brilliant. <laughs> but I thought it looked really, really good. Okay. Uh, and also, it's because it's by the same chaps uh, that did 
God of War. So it's four nice to see them. If it, is it four-player co-op? Because there's four characters in that trailer, I think. But they haven't really given that much away about uh, it. No, but it's, maybe it's, it's implied. It's a third-person shooter, isn't it? So other uh, stuff. Uh, Drive Club. It's a driving game. I thought it was a bit of a stinker. <laughs> Why was it a little bit of a stinker? Uh, I don't know. I played it and I came away and of, of all the sort of next-gen experiences, I was like, it's just, it's yeah, a, it's a, it's, it's Were you not excited about the leather stitching on the seats, Alex? Well, you can't actually <laughs> hear the leather stitching on the thing. <laughs> but but it's a know. shit name, isn't it? Drive Club. Yeah. That's a bit rubbish. Yeah. Look, that is an impression <laughs> based on probably about four laps of a circuit. Mm. And 20 years of gaming intuition. Ah, good good point, yeah. yeah. But, because, you know, of the what, three driving games I played, Forza... Neve Speed and... Neve Speed? Oh, sorry. And that. Drive yeah, and Drive Club. Neve Speed was the one that blew my eyeballs away. Really? Like that, that looked like proper next-gen I thought Forza graphics. was the one everyone was like, that looks sex high. It is, though, but you know what I'm like? Sounds I, interesting. It's, I, just, I don't really like kind of straight racing games. I like racing games with curves. Kinky racing games. <laughs> Kinky, <laughs> cur- Drag, curvy racing games. racing That's games. That's what Alex likes. Are boring. So, but, but Neve Speed ultimately is the same as the last game. Most wanted. Yeah. So they like weapons involved. Yeah, well, you get uh, stingers, stingers, and stuff. stingers, and EMPs. But you you got EMP, EMPs in yeah in um, hop suit, hop suit, exactly. Yeah, so mm. I still um, think we'll, we'll probably play that in the office. Then. Yeah, I I will enjoy it. I do worry about that franchise getting to a point where it's going to be annualized, and ultimately, it's a racing game, and I think you're better off doing it once every three years and doing an amazing one. Yeah. Other stuff, knack. Nah. What? Mm. Apparently, Ke- te- apparently it takes 10 hours to complete. That's right. fine. Kezalite's um, Nack, I remember. I, again, I, to me, like when I was being demoed, it was more about, like, look how many particles there are here. It's like, but that's almost why. So well, the guy who's overseen it is Mark Cerny, the guy who develops, who's the chief architect. He on loves the PS4. particles. He's like, look at all these fucking blocks. They <laughs> <laughs> did that on stage, and they were like, that's not appropriate. Yeah. Wow. Kill zone. That looked nice. Yep. Infamous Second Son, way better than I thought it was going to be. That looks cool, actually. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Good luck. Well done. Great. Yeah. No, I, I, good, good, I, well, well, I was going to say it's kind of like Infamous, but it is kind of like Isn't everything? Yeah. Isn't everything? Well, though, when you think about it, really. <laughs> it's it's kind of like Infamous. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's well, why it didn't infamous. work. <laughs> I know exactly why it didn't work. There was, I think I was thinking of something else. At the time, oh. I remember thinking it looked like something. That See, my wasn't problem Im- with FIFA 14, though, is it's too much like FIFA. Oh, I see what you did there. Right, okay, great, yeah. That Dear was, listener, was... save yourselves. <laughs> Switch <laughs> off now. I'm going I'm to raise the curtain slightly. Usually, we record the podcast on a Thursday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning we can upload it in a timely fashion. We're recording this at Friday afternoon. After double burgers. After double burgers. <laughs> We're right up against it. <laughs> but anyway, so going back to this story, which, if you remember, was 20 exclusives for PS4, 12 yes. new franchises. <laughs> That's still a lot of games that they haven't yeah. announced yet. I, I just want to play Octodad. That's the only thing I'm buying my PlayStation yeah. 4 for. <laughs> so you've pre-ordered it, haven't you? Yes. What are you buying your PlayStation 4 for? Octodad. <laughs> That's Octodad. like a posh laugh. PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they had uh, uh, Jack Tretton was in the IGN US offices. He was. He PS4. brought in a PS4 with him. What did what? you think? Yeah. Wow. So he was on Up at Noon. So... I, I still haven't pre ordered. I don't know if that means I've now missed uh, day one. That's all right because I've pre ordered, and if they run out of stock, I'll let you have mine. Thanks. For £800. <laughs> yeah. Or alternatively, I'll just go one. and cry outside of Sony's offices. Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that because you'll get one from them. 
Give us a piss or... Do you no. not know who I am? Right, I'm Alex Simmons. I've <laughs> never, ever, ever done that. That's him doing his you. posh voice. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is anybody sitting here? It's like, <laughs> like, like, he's, like he's in Police Academy. Like bloke <laughs> from Police Academy. That's my klaxon horn. That's amazing. Thanks. Is there any more news? There is. Um, so Microsoft has stopped charging devs um, to deploy patches on the Xbox 360. <laughs> deploy patch? Deploy patch. <laughs> 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 so up until recently, you had to pay um, money if you wanted to um, update your game on the Xbox 360. Um, and Microsoft has ditched this as of April this year. Um, now, lots of people are kind of like, why would they make... A little bit late for Fez, that, isn't it? I know, right? Um, so if, if you missed it, Fez had quite a few game-breaking bugs on the Xbox 360 when it came um, out last year and they would have been charged. I think it was about $10,000 they were going to be charged to patch it. And so Phil Fish, who's the creator, basically said, screw it, not going to do it, leave it as is, it's not worth it. Um, but it, apparently the reason they had this in the first place is because it it's to try to give developers an incentive to make sure the game is polished and perfect and doesn't have any bugs in when they release it. So, you know, if they know they have to pay to fix the things, they're going to be that much more inclined not to have issues there in the first place. Mm is the theory but it was actually just quite prohibitive so i think it's good that they've gotten rid of it was that all games or was that yeah that was retail okay. and um and, right, right, um, right, right. there you go so you that's, that's if gone it around. was that much then it's it's a lot of money, there, there was a reason a there was a rationale behind it though between having it yeah well, yeah for paying for patches yeah to stop people yeah uh, yeah yeah to that's make sure that said. people did that's yeah. what I just, he did he say just that. said that i wasn't listening group is not in the room today back in the room but i do think um it didn't really work though because whenever I load up my bloody Xbox, there's always like another patch for this game and that game. Yeah. Microsoft is coining it in. Dead mm. cheap, uh, dead quick, aren't they? Compared to the PS3. Yeah. PS3 ones well, take you think, forever, don't you they? Do you think yeah. PS3 ones cost more then because they take longer? Yeah. Is it per Both byte? Money. Do they charge yeah. per byte? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. But th- so they're now speculating whether this means that Microsoft will change its stance regarding self publishing because um, you know it's changing the way it operates Xbox Live. But they've already said they won't. Probably. Everything's changing, Luke. Everything's changing. The times yeah. they are. But to a, you. Yeah, I say the same. That's nice. Cruz, <laughs> have you got a bit of a droop on? I've got yeah, my mic's drooping. <laughs> Is it just balancing on your chin? Yeah. <laughs> Can we not have those like mics that are on the end of long sticks like they used to have in the 70s on Blankety Blank? Well, those, uh, it's just Terry Wogan. I don't <laughs> think Terry they were in, in, in popular circulation, were they? What were they called? Do they have a special name? Do you know what? I don't know, but that would be interesting. No, it wouldn't be interesting. <laughs> you'd f- no, really no, that's not be bullshit. You'd find that interesting. You'd Dowel f- Mike. You would like that. Dowel Mike, yeah. The bamboo <laughs> Mike. <laughs> you pick your nose with it as well. Kenny Everett always used to bend it in half and break it, didn't he? Whenever he was on. What? Did, did, on blank blank. What? Oh. What? Who? Anyway, I've got some news on George Osborne. <laughs> Um, I'd like to know how many people who listen to this podcast A, have any idea what the fuck blankety blank is <laughs> B, who's Kenny Alec, Everett Alex, Alex, like what about, so Larry Grayson Yeah, exactly <laughs> Alex, I door. know our core audience <laughs> This is what we're doing If you do know, uh, email us at IGNUKfeedback IGN, don't call, oh, I can't even speak If that oh, email address is working work, anymore I don't think that works anymore it's IGNUK underscore feedback, isn't it? Or is it IGN underscore UK feedback? I think it's IGN underscore Sread at IGN.com That'll do Yeah, he never gets any emails anyway I don't get any mail junk So, George Osborne's father He's the eldest of four sons His father, Sir Peter Osborne 17th Baronet Man of the people Yeah, Co-founder of the firm of fabric and wallpaper designers Osborne and Little there you Stop go. Of the 
His mother is Felicity Alexandra Loxton Peacock. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> a, a main participant in the game of Cluedo. No. And the daughter <laughs> of artist lady Clarice Loxton Peacock. Wow. Stop this. George Osborne podcast. I'm telling you. It's the teacher. Lox okay, so Osborne. my new story. Ospask. Multiple Ospask. sources. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, self-indulgent twaddle. Oh, no. Get on with it. I was, until oh, rudely interrupted. Okay, multiple sources have said that in the run-up to announcing the PlayStation 4, to beat Microsoft on price, Sony at the last minute removed the camera from the bundle. There you go. Shaving $100. <laughs> shaving $100 off the price. Yeah, that's you kind of expected that to be the case. That's though. a lot of Although, money for a little camera, isn't it? $100? Yeah, yeah, but how much are they we are, we are, stinging you for Connect? But what, what, what I think is really interesting, in the initial Sony un- unveiling of the PlayStation 4, the camera was actually quite prominent. They went, oh, the yeah. back of the controller lights up. But they never really said like how powerful that camera is. Does it have similar Connect functionality? We, we can know some more about that now. But... Since they removed it from the box, if this is true, yeah, it wasn't very prominent at all at E3. It was on the, the main on Sony. Was the floor. No, no, you're right at the PlayStation conference, but on every single PS4 that was rigged up that I played on, there's there. always a camera there. So, yeah. And what? So the point with this, like Scott wrote this story up for the site, and he said a very good observation that one of the big new features about the new DualShock Dual Four PlayStation Eye for content. Was yeah, the DualShock Four controller has that light up on the back, that panel yes. that lights up like a move controller, yep. and that's for the eye to recognise the order of the players, and yep. maybe you can use it like a move controller. Yeah, that's pointless if you never buy the camera then. Yeah, it's true. It flashes when you lose health and stuff. But come on, wow! And, hey, uh, that's and, exciting. And, for dra- some and drains the battery. They are nice colours there. There you go. What colours did they come in? Oh, like all colours. Oh, <laughs> all <the> colours. <laughs> Are they Osborne-approved colours? I was just about to say, yeah. maybe we can... Oh, you get a lovely Wall- uh, William Morris podcast. print on the back. That'd be lovely, actually. I, yeah. I, I live down the road from William Morris's old place. Do you know that? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Well, you've, yeah, you do. You don't. I don't know. So don't. what do you think? Would you buy the camera? Nope. Maybe. So it was fairly low res. Was it? Mm. I thought it was... Another good point about this is developers for Xbox One can develop knowing that you'll have a Kinect. Yes. So they can put that integration into all their games, unlike the current gen Xbox 360 with the first generation of Kinect. It's always kind of like an add-on because you don't want to put in a massive feature that pe- most people can't use if they don't have Kinect. Some sort of thing's going to happen with the PlayStation camera now. It's not a bankable. It's not a cer- no, certainty. But at the same time, I, I like having the option. I like It really does put me off knowing that I'm going to have to have the Kinect. When I get an Xbox, really, really. What if it works? What if it's really good? What happens with cross-platform games then? Because if they if if they can't design a game to work with a PlayStation camera, are they going to bother making a game that works with the with the Kinect? They've got no choice. Well, no, but but, it doesn't have to work. Doesn't have to work. Work. You know what I mean? Mm. But then again, you know, if they're going to include that functionality for an Xbox game, then you may as well throw it in for PS. But it won't um, be. But it won't be integral, will it? It won't be a core part of the game. No, no, I, no. It won't. And also, but the Kinect camera no. has a lot of functionality that the PlayStation Four camera does not have. Yes. Some analyst came out this week and said that Xbox needs to ditch the Kinect as an automatic thing. Oh, that's going to happen. I know. Otherwise, Microsoft are ruling themselves out of the race this Christmas. Yes. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Will Smith is not returning for Independence Day two. 
Uh, this is according to Roland Emmerich. The director spoke to the New York Daily News through a letterbox and said that... <laughs> through Smith a letterbox? Wouldn't... Yeah, true story. I'm trying to get a movie made. Yeah, That's how I want to do all of our interviews through letterboxes. Excuse me, excuse me, little girl, is your ma home? <laughs> That's how, that's how Roland Emmerich speaks. Yeah, he what said, was Will that? Smith, well, he says, Will Smith cannot come back because he's too expensive, but it'll also be too much of a marquee name. It will be too much. It gets a voice. Yeah, I don't know. We have, like, maybe half of the people that you know would know... F- what the... We have, like, maybe half of the people that you know would know from the first film. <laughs> brackets in the script, brackets, and the other half people who are new. <laughs> You're not speaking brackets when you speak. Wow, that's <laughs> confusing, isn't it? Um, that's so why he's a film director. Probably, Jeff Goldblum. Not, yeah, I'd like to see Jeff Goldblum. What was the last anything? film that Jeff Goldblum did? Oh, don't look at morning, your phone. Morning, yeah. morning Glory? Was he Morning Glory? That Harrison Ford thing? Yes, he... No, he... Yes, he... <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was the last good film oh, that Will Smith was back. in? Ooh, Will Smith's not been in a good film. Wild years. Wild West. Wicky wicky, wicky wicky, wow, wow! Great film. <laughs> all, all, all the song, all the films Better in the songs Unchained. for they were good. All the song oh, films. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm he's, quite like, like, he's like a black Dennis Waterman, isn't he? Well, what what the I think meant Dennis Rodman then. I was no. like, because oh, Dennis Rodman isn't black anymore; it's just tattoo. I oh, sing the theme <laughs> tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everybody around the world, apart from a few people in the UK, going Dennis who? Dennis who? What, what Waterman? This is the most impenetrable. Kelly Evans, what? Um, I Kenny am legend. I am legend is good. Um, no, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, yeah. Which ending? Oh, original. Mm. Original's better. Original barbecue flavour. Actually, um, Richard Matheson died this week. Yes, he's the writer of I Am he Legend. Wrote, I am legend, a, a towering giant of sort of speculative literature sometimes called like science fiction fantasy and horror um wrote some very famous <laughs> <laughs> all right fuck you all sorry this that's is... really inappropriate yeah, it is, but i'm just laughing at the way you're kind of all scrunched up well my mic <laughs> i'm trying to do an off the cuff eulogy speculative fiction it's what it's called, Luke. I know. <laughs> just, oh, Jesus. I have my eye out. It's quite That's nice. She said. Uh, quite nice in his office. Come on, chin stroker. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it anymore. Anyway. I'm going to sulk now. I'm going to sulk now. Who was he? No, I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, I know he wrote oh, I'm on, Legend. Right, what I'm, else did he write? Did he write anything else that we'd be familiar with? Um, he wrote some very, very famous episodes of The Twilight Zone. We wrote the episode of the Twilight Zone called um, Terror 40,000 Feet. With the Gremlin. With the Gremlin, mm. which was most people probably know from The Simpsons. Yes. Is that or, the one with there's something so, on the wing? Well, that's right, yeah. yeah. Which is which is um, Captain Kirk in the plane. Yes, and John Lithgow in the remake from the, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredible Shrinking Man, Hell House, all those sort of things. Sad loss. Huge influence on Stephen King. One of Stephen King's very f- favourite writers. There you go. Brought the tone down. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> All right. Where you lot went here? to play some games, though, didn't you, at Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. we went to the Nintendo Post E3 show- showcase where they brought all the E3 games to London. It was fun. Um, yeah, we played Mario Kart, which was really nice in Mario Kart in HD. 60 frames per second, 1080p. That's nice. <clears throat> it is nice. And it's really good. It's fun to play. Although they made Dan play with a little steering wheel. <laughs> I know. Who's? Oh, I was playing Stu Galbraith. 
and I totally destroyed him because I was on the control and he was so on the So I was on the gamepad because we went in and we was like, can we not just have four player with, you know, proper Don't force proper me to play like an idiot. Because before we went down, Dan was like, he was really looking forward to it. He was like, but I'm not playing with that fucking little wheel. Got down there. I want something He's on the wheel. Yeah. There you go, on the wheel. It was good. Uh, so I just annihilated him. Yeah. Um, Wind Waker was good. Wind Waker HD. Well, it looked good, but we played it before. Like yeah, Wind Waker actually next to it, they had the original Wind Waker on GameCube running. They had it on like a huge HD TV. So oh, it's going to look fair. It's not fair because it's going to look better on like a CRT or something. Yeah. So Who it wasn't very kind. A CRT? What's that? Do you own a CRT? I don't know. What's a CRT? Hmm. Cathode ray, ray tube. Uh, it's an old style telly, not a flat screen. From before yeah. I was born. Yes. When they were thicker than a piece of paper, <laughs> you'd have been crushed by a 14 inch. <laughs> not for the first time. Not for the first time. Lads on tour. Right. <laughs> That's gone. Pikmin 3 was good. <laughs> so he'd oh, he, he, he Terrelled it. He Loris Terrelled it. Um, what else did we play? We played in Super Mario 3D World. We played co op where we rode a big dinosaur into the water. Right. That was fun for a bit. I got lots of street passes for Animal Crossing. That was fun. And then you went to the Nintendo gig. And then they went to the Nintendo gig. A lot of I really, I, I think a lot of that stuff's really nice. It's really good. It's mm. re- obviously really well, yeah. well made. Question really is, excited me. Bayonetta would look cool. Is it enough? If you don't already own a Wii U, are you going to go and buy, buy a Wii U or are you going to wait for a PS4 or Xbox One? You know what? I think if the Wii U <laughs> was like 100, 100 quid, 150 quid, and there was some kind of Netflix style Nintendo subscription scheme. Yeah. Where you could access old Nintendo games and play them on the gamepad. I took I would do that. Like it's almost Ninte- like Nintendo jukebox or something where you could yeah. play Nintendo flicks. Yeah. Nintendo. Cuz those, those games would look great on the small screen on the gamepad. Probably not as good on your big HD TV. So you just use them on the gamepad. But again, yeah. That's really weird different product than they're making, so. Yeah. That's the problem. I think the games that they've got coming out are all, you know, decent, solid. I find it really weird that made another Donkey Kong game in that style. No, but I'm not going to go and buy a Wii U. I'd much rather go and buy a, a next-gen console. Yeah. That's where my money's going. Is it? Yep. Mm-hmm. You haven't pre-ordered, though. Titanfall. Oh, that You love good. Titanfall. That looked good. Really? I don't really like mechs, but God, that looked good. Why? Why? Sell it to me. Three just reasons. Three I, reasons. Uh, it just it looks like the next... Evolution in uh, multiplayer FPSs. Why? Just because. Uh, obviously, I saw it being played by pros, so, <laughs> so we're just gonna be running around like yeah. <laughs> no, there is the element of that, <laughs> but in terms about. of the scope of like, you know, obviously you run along, you can, uh, you've got your your jetpack, so you do like, you know, the way you traverse around the, the scenery is incredible. There was an old game called Tribes, and it reminded me a bit of that. Uh, and that was like that was amazing for its time, and also I guess you know some of Quake Three, uh, it had the kind of the, the pace of Quake Three, so it was all about mm. you know obviously there's an element of strategy, but a completely different multiplayer experience from Battlefield Four, which is all about working in teams. But like it, a mech, like felt like quite nimble and was doing like really really cool things rather than just it's just got a big gun. Yeah, you know, the, the, is like, it going to come out or place on PlayStation Four eventually? After a year, Who, like the I, I can't imagine that it's going to be Xbox exclusive forever and ever. <coughs> yeah. Amen. Uh, it's going to be probably like. But that is sad because I was going to get a PS4 first, but I definitely want to play it. But then again, I don't know how much of the multiplayer I'll play. Right. Yeah. There's no single player in Titanfall. 
Uh, is there not? Apparently not. That came out this week. There's no single player. There's narrative elements woven into the multiplayer, but there is no single player mm. campaign in Titanfall. Mm. Was that the Dep- noise of one of the Dep- mechs then? Yes. <laughs> I, thought Alex was, I thought Alex was deploying a little patch. I'm going to go deploy a patch. <laughs> what, else? what else did I see? Sorry, I, the blog roll? I'm going yeah. to tell you about my E3 because I wasn't here last week. So, other games I enjoyed. <laughs> for, for breakfast, wow. I had some fruit the division. I like the look of the division. That yes. was cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things actually. That's that the Ubisoft nice. MMO because yeah. that's how we get you to play an MMO. Yeah, we long do that. And I really didn't expect to enjoy it, but I thought Watch Dogs was really good. Yeah, they I've had they watching had, it. Now. Well, that's it's just been I've been saturated and you know seen too much of it. And when I saw it on the uh, conferences, I was like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. But then they did a demo of it, and so they were showing you a single player bit, and they were showing how you interact with other people in the game, um, and you can like steal people's identities and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, so we were in this tiny little room watching it being played, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they kind of revealed a screen, and they was playing the guy in the room next to him. And so you could see the two screens and how they're interacting and someone starts hacking you. You get a thing coming up saying, like, you're being hacked, so you have to go and look for them. That's cool. Um, And then you have the option of chasing them down and, like, if they escape, then you can then follow them and then try and hack them and get all their data and all that kind of shit. This looks really, really smart the way it's done. Is it worth holding out for the next-gen version or is there really much for muchness? I don't know. Didn't see next-gen. No, so it was current-gen. Oh, no, I did see. Sorry, I did see next-gen. I didn't see current-gen, so I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. What FIFA. Think? FIFA looks nice. So you actually saw a game. FIFA? Uh, yeah. I played FIFA Next Gen, motherfucker. <laughs> right, okay. So all that's out, though, is uh, Mike Channon going through kind of the instant replays and manipulating the camera and showing stuff up close. No, there's no gameplay playable. footage. Right, okay. But there's no gameplay footage out there. Out there, right. It's behind closed there doors. There is, yeah. So there, what, they like, had, the whole of E3, they had two Xboxes, Xbox Ones playing FIFA. The whole of E3 behind closed doors. That was it. What did it look like? Uh, it was. It's hard like to actually say. Actually, in the game, like yeah, exactly, because the camera is so far out, you don't sort of notice. Well, what, what about kind of didn't crowd do, atmosphere? Didn't do any kind of like pull out panning shots. Who, like he was quite upfront, and said, "Look, we're not showing off and talking about the what do they call it? The something environment or live environment, yeah. or whatever it's called." Uh, they they kind of talked about it, but they didn't really show it and how the crowd is going to impact matches, and you got all the three D crowd and moving, but. They didn't do any sort of panning shots of like replays and stuff like that. So. What about the uh, automotive uh, side of it, where the, the players feel as if they're actually kind of properly moving now, as opposed to sliding along a bit? Did you did you feel much of that? Well, apart from the bit where uh, a bug meant that Messi ran around the pitch holding the ball above his head. It's got flies head. in it. It's got insects. What? There's a wasp chasing him. What? So there's a, a bug. A, a bug. I was like, that's amazing cool. next gen. He's just running around going, oh, <laughs> I'm allergic. I'm allergic. Like, wow, that's a level of detail you don't get in current no. gen games. Uh, but, like, they did show some, like, uh, close-ups on replays of, like, when they're kicking the ball and, like, bits of grass fly off. Yeah, like, like, it's like, like little touches. Dirt and you yeah. can see, what, blades of grass? Yeah. Mm. But then again, you can see blades of grass on... Um, in the real world outside. Pro-Evo. Well said. <laughs> on current on gen. Fox engine. Yeah. What I think would be quite cool is if, you know, you've got people, if you played a European match and the flow is let off and, you know, like Frostbite engine. Yeah. When you get those particles on, like, the camera, like, you scream, yeah, 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 like, yeah. if it's raining, stuff yeah. like that, just so it feels It's all about more... particles. Everything's about bloody yeah, particles, it's amazing. isn't it? Like, when you get that kind of, like, bit of dust on the screen, you go, ooh. And maybe the thing doesn't look that good, but you go, ooh, that's good. Yeah. 
It's true. It's like true. Uh, at the Champions League final, the whatever fans they were that were over there, I can't remember. They let off. It uh, must have been Bayern Munich because it was a red flare or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, all the smoke that went over the pitch. That'd, That'd be, be great cool, if right? you can incorporate all that kind of stuff. Um, Those crazy Germans. Germans apparently at football, um, some football matches, some fans take their shoes off and they start like f- just like um, waving their shoes mid-game. Why? Mental. <laughs> Germans just do that. I don't know why. I don't why know would you do are. that? All right, I'm gonna. Maybe it's got something to do. Josh, I'll, I'll look what? it up. Should we just wait? Sit here while you do that. So, what was your other favorite game, Alex? Well, my game of the show, and it just so happens to coincide with IGN's, was it was Titanfall. That looked amazing. But also... Ooh. <laughs> wow. Well, wait for it. Chat amongst yourselves. Exciting. Anyway, I can't find the answer to that, but I'm going to tell you, tell you what. something really exciting. Ooh. Current gen, Batman looked really good. What, really? And I was cynical about that. Why is it look? What do you mean? It just feels like I don't know. Obviously, it was only a sample of what's going on, but um, <clears throat> there was a lot less faffing around, and you know, much more kind of like bang, bang, bang. What, yeah, like, so more like the original Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's, it's a bigger world, though. Like yeah, it's and and Gotham. and the, the the thing that we played much was well, apparently. Uh, There's more verticality, they said. Like, uh, I must admit, it didn't stand out to like me. Okay. Like, Stop doing you know. a Nazi salute, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Goose stepping around the podcast room. Um, but I, yeah, it just felt solid. It felt good. Yeah. Um, and I was concerned that, you know, with Rocksteady not doing it. But it's all down to the story. All the same so. assets as well. The same framework. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. yeah. But it felt good. We shall see. I was mm. going to talk about something that we did this week that was exciting. Mr. Seth Rogen came into our office this week promoting his latest movie, This Is The End, which me and Chris saw. Chris fell asleep in it. Mon- yeah. Monday afternoon he fell but asleep. But that's no, that's no arbiter. It's of, really of, loud of quality, as well. Is it? It's because, really loud. you know, Chris does fall asleep in a lot of films. <laughs> he's, like, he's like a little hamster looking at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and... And he's gone. And he missed like some really good jokes in it, but it's the movie you make if you got about 40 million quid, got drunk, wrote it with your friends, and then actually made the movie. Because it's quite, it's quite indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. The scene's going way too long, but it's still a lot of fun. And right. you can tell they're all having fun. They all play themselves. Yeah. Um, and they play on that. Like, James Franco's a bit of a twat. Right. A bit of, like, quite pretentious. And they all mock him for it, going, oh, yeah, fuck you, Franco. Because he thinks he's, better, you know, too yeah. cool and too clever. Um, and he came in with... I like Evan- James Franco. You don't. I do like him. He, I thought he was really great good. in Pineapple Express. He is really good. Yeah. He's, he's good in them. Most things. Yeah. Um, and they like make fun of him going, eh, the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I imagine they probably do in real life yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so they came in with Evan Goldberg, who's the co-writer and co-director with Seth Rogen. And one of the things we wanted to do with them was to get them to play the beginning of The Last of Us. So the movie's apocalyptic comedy. And we wanted to like almost use The Last of Us. The Last of Us is apocalyptic comedy, it is. isn't it? There are, yeah. there are a lot this of laughs in that game. <laughs> we were very conscious of. I wanted to use it the first 15 minutes almost being like an apocalypse simula- simulator because mm. everything ends very quickly. I wanted to put them through it. But sometimes like when you interview people, they aren't up for doing certain things. So when they came in, I said, oh, I briefed them on the idea. And I went, did you want to do that? And they went, fuck yeah, that's all I want to do. And they, they, they knew loads about games. Yeah. They were chatting to us. You know, we're talking about the Batman games, Assassin's Creed, old stuff, Golden Eye, while we were setting it up. 
and um, they revealed a few cool things off camera, which were actually we did film, but they said we could use. So all this stuff's on site, but they said to us, just like while we were setting up, that Naughty Dog keep approaching them to write the Uncharted movie. Like, they're constantly asking them, but they can't think of a way to not make it Indiana Jones, and why <clears> it needs <throat> to be a movie, therefore. Which yeah. I think we'd probably all agree with. I wonder Such how that dialogue happens, though. Who? I mean, do they just... Does a bloke from Naughty Dog phone up? Well, that, I think that's how they got you the guy who did the music for The Last of Us. The guy, I can't remember his name. It's, um, it's, it's, I, think it's, I, think it's Me- I think he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And he won the Oscar for Brokeback Mountain for the score. I think and Babel. Gustavo something. Right. I think he won it. The music's amazing. In and Last of Us. so it's really sparse. And yeah. It's like Brokeback Mountain. So the guitar and it's very Spartan. And I think they just, just contacted, people from Naughty Dog just contacted his agent. Like directly just went for it. So imagine they've done something similar. Do you yeah. get many gay zombies, do you? <laughs> How do you know they if they're gay? Well, they're well, eating I'd meat. Eat suppose. anyone, won't they? <laughs> Any, they'll eat, they're eat, not, eat anything. They don't get a buy. Yeah, buy. Pretty know. much. But yeah, it, mm, okay. I guess. Just thinking of Brokeback Mountain, thinking of zombies. I put the two together. I come up with gay zombies, and I just just curious about Why it. Why can't I, was, I eat I was you? Gay zombie curious. That's a thing. It is now. Yeah. So yeah, he came in. It was, it was really in- interesting watching him play that game. Yeah, so he's played the first fifteen minutes. It's on IGN. Prologue. It's going to be on the IGN homepage all weekend, and he's just really, you know, it's just interesting to see him play because he's really into it. You know, unlike some people we've had in, you know, and um, while they're waiting around, you get you say, "Oh, do you want to play a game?" and they do not know how to use a PlayStation controller. Yeah. He, yeah. Although he was an invert. He was an invert. There's Freak. nothing wrong with being an invert. I hear you, brother. Freaks the Freaks. Lot of you. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with that? Who's that? Who's trying to come in? Who's that? Who is it? It's Will Guyot. Get right. out! Get out, out of the room! Bye. Thanks, Will. Have a nice weekend, Will. That was Bless Will. Him. So. Yeah. Um, so he played the first fifteen minutes and he felt emotionally manipulated, but he, he thought it was an awesome game. He said, "Right." So you can watch that on and the And he did side. his funny laugh a lot. He did his funny laugh yeah. just all the time when anything was happening. Yeah. <laughs> he was, but he was genuinely a really cool, lovely man. Because we've got a really terrible sofa in the games room. It's quite, it's got a black sheet on it and it's got kind of dubious marks and stains. Yeah. And as he was sitting down, and this is a reference to the movie, I didn't just brave it. I went, I thought, got to go for it. I went, oh yeah, don't, don't worry about those marks. I just came on it before you got here. And he, he laughed his head off and really liked it because in the movie there's a 15 minute scene that's all cum jokes. Right. And that's why I did it. Not just because I'm a weirdo. Not just because it's the that's truth. actually what really happened. <laughs> yeah. yes. No, you know that for a fact. Not all that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I don't know how Shepherdson sleeps on it because it's not that. <laughs> talking of cum stains. Because it's not that big, is it? Really? I mean, but he does. He does kip on it. Yeah. I don't, people, it's impossible. Well. Some people have kipped in the games room, yeah. Hence the stains. Hence the stains. But we have thirty-seven minutes. Is that enough? (laughs) (laughs) We overlooked New Oxford Street as well, so I can just imagine Shep strutting around with his pants down. Do you want to come back to mine? It's just there. (laughs) Just pressing himself against the. It's got a sink. Glass. (laughs) Wash it that way. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) It's not improv when you've used the lines before. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Right. What games are coming out? Deadpool's out this week. That's what this entire podcast is devoted to. Bad jokes. Yeah. And being self-referential. Okay. We've been recording, Stu. Yeah. Is that what Deadpool's like? 
Yeah. yeah, it breaks the third wall. All of this wall. has been part of the plan. Oh, I see. He breaks, <laughs> see? He breaks the third wall. He breaks the third round wall. <laughs> and then go, taps you on the back and goes, oh, that's Fourth not wall. wall as well. Um, Deadpool. Meta. It's Did not we... very good. No. Isn't it? No. Game of Warrior, which Keza reviewed. She not very good. Not very good either. There you uh, go. The, oh, dear. The, <laughs> those are your games. There you go. Enjoy. Plants vs. Zombies 2 has been delayed. That upsets me. Oh. Really? Mm. You into Plants vs Zombies? It's an amazing game. What am right. I playing? I'm playing a zombie game at the moment on my phone. What is it? State of Decay. If you haven't played Plants vs Zombies, do it. Also, because it's free on IGN right now. Is it? Yes. Is it? I'm playing Zombie Road Trip. On iOS devices. Oh, this is a Samsung. Oh, looky! Oh, looky! <laughs> With your silly phone. <laughs> <laughs> movies. Do you want to know what movies are coming out? Yeah, but you can homebrew lots of really weird shit on his phone. <laughs> he, he, he can homebrew lots of weird shit. What the fuck? What? That's why he bought that shed the other week. You know, Stuart bought a shed the other week. <laughs> <laughs> all, hey, hey, all, hey, hey, all hey. Wind your neck in. That shed was a Father's Day present. <laughs> to wind your neck in. Wind your fucking neck in. Is he going to make that. moonshine in there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very secure. <laughs> the screws for Look, the hinges are on the outside. Somewhere private to wank. I think we all need a place like that. Yeah, but you, you ordered a greenhouse by accident. <laughs> 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 just just throwing it on the walls like at the beginning of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> what did Mig say to you? <laughs> I can smell your... I can't. Right. Dahlias. Um, Despicable Me too. That's quite sweet, isn't it? <laughs> I really didn't like Despicable Me, though. I liked the first oh, one. I no, okay. I, didn't, I didn't like it. Hummingbird? Also known as The Revenge. I want to see Hummingbird, even though I know it's probably not going to be that good. But Jason Statham, Tom reviewed that on the site. He yeah. thought it was okay. He thought it was okay. Too good. And then This Is The End, which is out. Which, this is out of them. The end. I see that. My Michael Sarah's in it, and his yeah. role playing Michael, playing himself is hilarious. He's really good at taking the piss out of himself. Are you pointing at me? Pointing at the poster of This Is The End okay. behind you. I thought you were saying that I was Michael Sarah. Emma Watson's in it. Emma yeah. Watson's in it, playing oh. myself, obviously. Playing what? Playing yourself. Oh. <laughs> Got really excited then. I didn't say strumming. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think you did. All right, I'm off on. Yeah, see you next week, everybody. Uh, but we should say <laughs> if you uh, if you want to drop us a line, you can. S read at IGN.com. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll be back ow, same time ow, next ow, week. Ow, <laughs> ow, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> bye. <laughs> or oh seven nine six. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.